You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Thanks for staying with us. This is some interesting information. How do we deal with evil, what works, and what doesn't? So the beast, which is what we call any people or country or system that just overruns people's rights and freedoms and the spirit of beautiful human souls. The beast first charms and then converts the people and then they uh, diminish them. And that's the nature of these kind of beasts. And a lot of the uh, more popular names of this beast is the Bolshevism, Communism, fascism, Nazism, imperialism, and more obvious lately, Islamism. One of the things Lenin said, he said it would not matter if three quarters of the human race would, oh. would not perish as long, of course, is the, as the remaining one quarter would be communist. So say that again. That was Lenin, right? It, it, yeah. What Lenin th- said it didn't matter to him if 75% of the human race was murdered as long as the remaining 25% was communist. Right. And he was fully prepared to uh, to implement that, that plan. That's a quote, folks. That's a quote. So Lenin killed millions who disagreed with him. Now, doesn't this remind you of Saddam Hussein, you know, five, ten years ago, whenever that was, they had the election and he won it by 100%? <laughs> Doesn't that what sound, are the odds? Does that sort of ring the same uh, consciousness? Do you think Lenin would have gotten 100%? I think so. <laughs> so Stalin, when Lenin died, Stalin took over. Stalin was Lenin's hitch, henchman. What a lovely um, uh, lineage, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so he purged to remove rivals and dissidents once again, according to his judgment, over 15 million. And then another 10 million starved to death. He enslaved millions. It was called the Great Time of Terror. The gulags, right? Well, yeah, they had... uh, I'll get to that in a second here. So, nearly 20,000 were executed within 20 years. And you know what? We over here hardly knew a thing about that. Now, that's what really freaks me out. We knew hardly anything about it. I'm sure some people did. And we didn't do a thing about it virtually. So once again, all this gives what Ronald Reagan did a good run for the money. I mean, God bless somebody in the world standing up to such a horrendous lineage from Lenin to Stalin. And they said the royalty before that wasn't much better. So they had huge gulags in uh, northern Siberian prison camps. Millions of people in these gulags. There were 12 million slaves, slave laborers for the uh, Russian government goals. 12 million basically slave laborers for the Russian government goals. Where did all these criminals come from? They were only criminals because they got in the way of Lenin and Stalin. And this is how the people there were treated. 
Aren't you glad somebody finally did something about that? You know, we all want that humanity is taken care of properly. We want to improve medicine. All Look what Bill Gates is doing and his wife. They're doing all this to help medicine in Africa. We're wanting to stop genocide all over the place. We're wanting to improve so that people aren't dying of AIDS and people aren't dying of starvation. And look what was going on in Russia all this time. Right. You know, we here in America, in our land of Affluence. It is our job to take a stand and bring democracy to the whole world. We are what you call a transitional empire. Our job is to be an empire that then brings countries like Iraq out of being in a dictator into a land of democracy and start to bring democracy everywhere and allow people to have democracy in their lives. That's a big calling. It's a huge destiny. Absolutely. And we can't do that by just sitting over here and being affluent. We have to take a stand in the world about these issues and go out and do what's right. You know... God bless President Bush in America. In the middle of the burden of Afghanistan and Iraq going on, and so many against President Bush, you know, psychically we could feel for months the building up of uh, the large Christian base of Ethiopia and United States and some with Kenya building up to uh, return Somalia and fight in Mogadishu. And so we were knowing this psychically for months of the good good fortune coming there, surprisingly from the overburdened United States and the neighboring country, Ethiopia and Kenya. You know, we have a great country doing a great thing. What's Europe doing? What's UN doing? What's Russia doing? What's China doing? They're part of the problem, folks. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions, and we do that Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You know, there is good news lately. Uh, same thing happened with Ronald Reagan in his strenuous uh, term, two terms, he started breaking down right towards the end time of just amazing strain. But because of Bush, uh, Con- Bush, Condoleezza Rice, and that kind of thing, our backbone and not wavering, uh, France, England, uh, uh, Germany, etc., Australia, we have a group starting to join us, and there's more than that for sure, starting to join us and get the world alarmed and prepared for what the Islams are doing, just like the Nazis did, just like the communists did. So God bless the backbone of President Bush. You know, I know it's not very popular what he's doing, but we have a problem, and it was proved at 9-1-1. So like Nazism, uh, back back in the 40s and 30s, people were are wooed and were wooed from desperation to the golden age idealism. And so that happened in, in the World War II with the Nazis, right before everything broke loose. It was a perfect illusion for the whole. They were desperate, their egos were bruised, but it was not reality. It's the same thing as, um, you know, they were in a sort of a dec- decadence and despair. So they were reaching for idealism, but they weren't dealing with reality. Same thing, you, you have a couple, they've been together for years and years, and they break up, and uh, one or both of them just isn't dealing with it at all. They're ruined uh, emotionally, and they rebound 
to somebody else. They hook onto somebody else in a rebound. This is what Germany did. This is what a lot of the followers do. Things are miserable. They're promised great things. They buy it like a f- the hook sets in a fish. I got the fish. We got them. And then the uh, person who catches the fish, they find out the fish finds out this this was not my friend. So this is what happens with these uh, tyranny, terrorists. So the civilized and peaceful and good-hearted people of the world, they try to placate, negotiate, wish it away, deny it, make speeches, do demonstrations, do peace movements, and it doesn't seem to do much of anything against these major tyrannies. So, you know, something has to be done. Some physical thing is going wrong. Uh, the government and people are being taken over. You just can't sit and pray for it or be, be sweet and negotiate and give them extra things. You gotta do something about it. Remember in 1938, the British Prime Minister, apparently he was an illusionist in denial, <coughs> Neville Chamberlain, he was so very proud getting off the airplane, coming back to Britain from Germany, comes back to Britain holding this uh, official signed paper that says, we have guaranteed peace with Hitler. And it was only weeks after that, that war broke out from Hitler, of course. So... It's, you know, like, it's like the Muslims uh, in Korea, uh, in the Koran, excuse me, they're supposed to pretend and negotiate and agree to eventually gain the upper hand and then take over. Same policy as the Muslims. The thing of it is with evil people is that they're operating out of the dark side and the dark does not honor their word. So, you know, the people in the light must honor your word. That is the deal with coming from the light. You must honor your word. So if you're trusting somebody who's evil, who's dark, into uh, giving their word and holding to it, you're wasting your time. They're not going to do it. That's right. So the beast clobbers anything that empowers the individual. Tis the nature of the beast. And you have these beast, beastly tyrannies knocking out, like uh, in, in uh, Islam, music isn't okay. Isn't that crazy? A woman can't go out and be free. Women are basically the property of men and they're to have children. And that's it. That's their rights. This is sick to me. And then Germany, you know, who has rights, you know, under the leadership and the hierarchy? Everyone lives in fear. What a decadent, decadent place. China, you know, we have all of our um, prostitute business companies going over there because of the great... Uh, feast they can get sharing with China and China's corrupt to the hilt so that makes a real mucky world and boy I don't have any security of you know if I had a business go and do that because I don't trust what the Chinese are going to do tomorrow and I don't think it'll be tomorrow I think it'll be in a number of years but they'll do it if they can so those who expose the beast were called warmongers and you hear this now uh, reactionaries, paranoid, crazy, and they were vilified. Churchill was tremendously vilified. Reagan was vilified. Bush is vilified. Anyone doing anything is vilified. What uh, Roosevelt did during World War II, he waited and waited and waited and waited until we had, and, and apparently everyone knew about this beforehand uh, in the higher-ups, before we had Pearl Harbor, 
And so he waited so that he had enough evidence. He didn't have to fight the popularity of the people. I think that sucks. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions, which we do Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You know, I had no idea. I knew something was going on, but I had no idea how severely and almost where it happened that the Russians took over the movie industry back in the 40s. Uh, and what the Russians saw is the uh, movie industry is the most influential of the arts. And if you can get that under your grip and under your dictatorship and under your dominance, you can influence the world. And um, so they tried really hard to take over the movie industry. And uh, uh, Ronald Reagan was an actor then. And in 1947, he became the president of the Screen Actors Guild. And the communists who were taking over the movie industry, uh, they were... Um, they were really trying to insidiously get everywhere and have everyone think it was okay. You know how loose the arts are? You know, sex is okay, drugs are okay. Well, they got in that whole system of very influential people. So there was a huge violent strike for communism and movie union-based, uh, that whole unification of communism and union-based against just the rest of the... Uh, movie producers and actors and all that so that huge violent strike Reagan was distinguished in uh, standing up being part of who stood up against that and his security people said you know sneak around here go through this culvert you know these guys will just take your head off and there was something unusual about Ronald Reagan alone he walked through the middle of the hostile crowd and uh, went to work and he did this later on at other times, too. He seemed to be blessed, and he seemed to be a natural backbone that stood up and basically couldn't be ruined by the evil or by the communist or by the foe. And this this was just took amazing backbone on his part. So how did they stop them, the communism, from taking over the... Well, what happened shortly after that, I want to say this one thing... Uh, um, Ronald Reagan, right in that time, had acid thrown in his face and began toting a gun for that reason because these people were doing, you know, trying to take the backbone out. So your question was? How did they stop the communism from taking over the arts? Well, the this, this, is, this is gradually, they, they were struggling this 47, 48, and got into the McCarthy era when part of the backbone of America started going, we have a pro uh, degrading of McCarthy when all was said and done. And yet, in recent history, they have found papers of most of the people he tried and they show that he was justified in pursuing them like a wild man because of their ties and their agreements for subversion against United States for Russia. So how do you like that? So what happened here is the Nazi beast was defeated in 1945, and apparently the beast had to be on, on the world, so it turned into the Russian communist beast which confiscated half of Europe 
Now, doesn't that just really suck? You have a country, helps defeat an enemy, and becomes the enemy. We had Churchill squawking and whining, trying to warn everybody, like always, and then we had all the softies, once again, trying to appease the aggressors. And so what do you have? Half of Europe given over to Russia. And you know what? In the uh, soul of Europe, as astrologically it says that, by and large, Europe is sort of like a coward or they just want to take the easy way and they don't really want to deal with hard issues. And so this may be the karma for Europe to have been split like that and say, do you get it now when there's a problem? Deal with it. Don't just uh, be yellow belly about it. So this was the saturation of the Russian subversive communism in the politics and in the film industry. Wow. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers through life's tough questions. Check out our website, masteringourselves.com. There's lots there for you. We're talking about how do we deal with evil, and we will come back with more to finish it up for the hour. Thanks for staying with us. <laughs> 